home of Patriots Monday and Friday. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Keep show with Fitzy here on WEEI. And the news of the day, it was about an hour before we came on the show tonight, where out of Foxborough, the media got a chance to see some of practice as they normally do. And at that, uh, during that portion, Bailey Zappi taking the majority of the reps, Malik Cunningham getting involved in it as well, and Mac Jones simply watching. Uh, I think Mark Daniels would add that he ran some scout team. Which is even worse than just watching. Like Mac Jones goes from starter to not even backup. He's what the would you say he's fourth on the depth chart now? Like are they just like hey you got to go and like we're, we can't possibly play you this week? Like you Let are the boy. Watch. <laughs> he needs to learn. <laughs> I mean, we'll see if that <laughs> we'll see if that pays off for him. But uh, seems like Mac Jones finally after uh, so many. People have called for his benching and like a real benching, not in game, then bring him back the yeah. next week. It seems like we have finally hit that breaking point. So I guess the the million dollar bet now is will he be a healthy scratch this Sunday? I say yes. Because he isn't on the injury report, apparently, right? He is not. Today's injury report you had uh, Pop Douglas and Ty Montgomery uh, not practice. You will not see them this Sunday. David Andrews, Jawan Bentley, Chris Board, Kayshawn Booty, Trent Brown, Ezekiel Elliott, Riley Reef, Matthew Slater, City So, and Dietrich Wise were all limited. So hmm. hard for Mac Jones to hurt himself at practice when apparently he's just standing there watching. So it doesn't look like, at least for this moment, they are going with the oh he's hurt now and he can't play. Nope. So they've he's- they've like they've been embarrassing this guy and he's listen. He's embarrassed himself as well, but they've embarrassed him. They've shamed him. They've punished him, whatever else. And it seems like he's just going to have to wear it this week. Yeah, he's. I'm betting he's a healthy scratch on Sunday. Yep, I agree completely. Yeah, at, at this point, I thought they may have just run him back out there again. But apparently two picks in the first half, which certainly cost them. I know ultimately you could say, like, well, Ryland's kick prohibited overtime from happening. Yeah, but, but like, still, like, he didn't ne- score they a point. never should have gotten no. there. Come on. No. Mac Jones couldn't even successfully compete a field goal drive against the New York freaking Giants. Come on. Yeah, I mean, it's it's bad. It's as bad of a defense as you're going to face in the NFL, and he wasn't able to move the ball really much at all and had some just more horrible throws, just like non-competitive throws in there. He's so antsy in the pocket. He's got zero confidence. Like The guy has the least amount of confidence uh, in the league. Rattled at this point now. Like, you, you can't. You would be doing even unless there was some sort of unspoken agreement inside the walls at Gillette Stadium between Robert Kraft, whomever else, and of course Bill Belichick to start him because they believed he gave them, and this would all hinge on Bill Belichick being back next season, that he gives them the best chance to lose yeah. so that they could like sneaky, quiet tank. Otherwise, yeah, you can't do that. It's like it's right. football malpractice at this point. The so we've seen so busted. We've seen teams get a little bit of a spark when you know there's a coaching change. Right, the Raiders had it for two weeks, and then it kind of obviously fell apart. We've even seen it at times with quarterbacks. You know, last year with the with the Jets, remember how excited they were for Mike White? Like Zach Wilson was done. Mike White gave him a little bit of a boost. Mm-hmm. 
I still don't see that as a reality. It might look a little bit better for a drive or two with Zappy. Maybe they have a little bit of, you know, a shot in the arm. But it's still Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, Mike Yasicki, an offensive line that's some weeks good, some weeks not. Like, I just don't I don't see any quarterback on this roster providing a spark. Like, if you are worried about the tanking part of it, and I, we've gotten texts on that, like, hey, Mac gives you the best chance to lose, so keep playing Mac. I don't think it's that much different with the other guys. I, re- I really don't. I think you're going to lose regardless. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, people were talking about the fact that, like, half or even less than half of Bailey Zappi's passes were behind the line of scrimmage yeah, when okay. he came in last week. Like, Fine. he wasn't completing down. wasn't like all of a sudden you saw, like, this great rhythm offense. And, like, the first drive was good. He completed five for five, and they went down the field in ten plays and scored a touchdown. But after that, there were a lot of, you know, missed opportunities, yeah. ineptitude, stalled drives, et cetera. He did throw a pick, although that was a really nice play by Xavier McKinney, the safety for the Giants. It's not you're not going to see all of a sudden this is what it was supposed to look like. No, week no, no, one, no, bro. Well, it's even, not, ha- not happening. Like even if Bailey Zappi, it, <laughs> if he leads two touchdown drives mm-hmm. in the moment, you're gonna be like, holy smokes, right? Like, oh, we haven't seen this in a while. 14 points is such an insanely low bar, and yet the team has scored 13 over the past two weeks combined. So he could have two touchdown drives, he could throw an interception, and they could punt five times, and they still lose 28-14. Right? Like, I think mm-hmm. that's a possibility. And, and we could still on Monday say, well, the offense looked better. The, yeah. uh, there's so much room to grow and still lose. That, like, I'm not worried about them uh, missing out on a top three pick. I feel like they're... They're locked in right now, in my opinion. Maybe it's a big jinx. I think they're locked in to a top three pick because there's a two-game gap right now between everybody else, right? So you have the Panthers with one win. You have the Arizona Cardinals with two. Patriots have two. Everybody else has four or more. So, I mean, they're not winning two more games, are they? The Patriots? <laughs> yeah, there's no way. No. I, I one more. That's why the uh, the new Vegas over under is three and a half. Okay, I'll, for the, the rest of the season, like the they, total, they have like, adjusted. Uh, they have adjusted the win total under, on the Patriots now under. down to three and a half. Who are they beating? The, so the Chargers this week, Steelers. No, no. Uh, I mean it's not the Chiefs, or the Broncos, and then no, what? No. The oh, I'm missing somebody. Then the Jets that Bill, the year, Bills and Jets. Oh, Bills and Jets. So the Jets are the one that I'd say maybe if the Jets are out of it. And they never know who might be under center for the church. But if they're out of it, I think it's going to be Tim Boyle. Okay, uh, side note: You brought up Mike White a few minutes ago. I was just thinking about yeah. this earlier today, Mike and, and even yesterday, uh, when Aaron Rodgers did his weekly thing on Pat McAfee. What if the Jets didn't cheap out because they spent so much money on Rodgers and all of Rodgers' buddies and everything else, and they let Mike White go for like a pittance? It was only two years, eight million. Now he hasn't seen a snap really this year for the Dolphins because Tua. No, but he's better than Boyle. Dude, he's yeah, way better than better. Zach Wilson was last year True. or this year. Better than Boyle. I was. Th- that's the million-dollar question. If Mike White were the starter this year for the Jets, where would they be? Uh, what's their record right now? I'd say maybe like a win, uh, two wins better. So they're four and seven. If they were six and five, they'd still yeah. like you. Right, they'd prop- be in it. Uh-huh. They'd be in it. I mean, they've lost four straight games, so... Because they were able to, like, early on there, they were like, Zach Wilson had a couple of games. You're like, oh, maybe he's not completely trash. And then, like, he fell apart, like, no surprise. And then you turn over to Tim Boyle, who's, like, even even Awful. worse. <laughs> yeah, he's not even USFL worthy. Just, just the pits. But I think you got to just hope that 
you know, Carolina with the interim coach, maybe they steal a game the rest of the way, and then maybe Kyler Murray gets frisky with Arizona and they win a game or two, and then you're picking first or second. But even worst-case scenario just plays out the rest of the year like this, I think they're picking third. Even if they win an extra game, mm-hmm. they're picking third. So there's that, no matter who the quarterback is. Also, just to jump on something from the uh, from the chat, Keith Ray in the chat was saying, is Will Greer going to be the third quarterback? I think yes. Mm-hmm. So they cut Will Greer, then they bring him right back to the practice squad. My prediction for Sunday is uh, Bailey Zappi is the starter, Malik Cunningham is active backup, and then the emergency third will be Will Greer. So Malik Cunningham, and he can still go into the game as a wide receiver or however, whatever else they designate. Yeah, like what correct? they, yeah, what they did with uh, the Raiders. Like mm-hmm. he was on the, he was the only. I feel like four, four, five or six useless yeah. plays. Right, <laughs> completely useless. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he was the only other active quarterback. They have the rule where you're not a part of the game day fifty three, uh, or what is it, forty six? I mean, whatever, or mm-hmm. whatever the number is. But if both quarterbacks get hurt, that guy's able to go trotting in the game. I bet it's not even Mac Jones. I bet as long as those three guys make it through the week of practice, mm-hmm. they're going to distance themselves as far as possible from from Mac Jones. And then the question becomes, this is for down the road, but are you able to even get anything for him in the offseason? I mean, it's like a pick swap. Like, but Imagine you can't be released. That would be so insulting. That would be pretty bad. Yeah. But, but I don't know what the market's going to be for him. I, you know what it might be is like you get – you trade Mac Jones in a seventh for a sixth, or you trade Mac Jones in a sixth for a fifth. Uh, That's what it's looking like. Yeah, I. God, what a, what crazy. a fall from grace! What it, a fall from grace! It's an all timer. That's for sure. All right, we got grab bag coming up, including uh, a nugget on that uh, the Jets starter, at least the starting quarterback for the Jets back in Week One. You can join us as well during grab bag. We take calls during grab bag uh, occasionally. Uh, but we have more of the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy. Grab bag on its way. But right now, here's Stiz with What's Trending. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. Trending now. The Celtics advanced in the in-season tournament after they beat the Bulls 124-97 to last night. The Celtics needed to win by 23 or more and started to intentionally foul Andre Drummond in the fourth quarter, which drew criticism from some people, including Bill, Bulls coach Billy Donovan. And I'm not going to, I said this before, I'm not going to you know, necessarily, he's got to coach his team and do what he feels right. You know, I just felt like, okay, great, keep Tatum, keep, keep him home. I've never, ever, put all the way to the end. I'm like, I'm, I got no problem with coach, you know, but I just thought it was putting Andre in a tough spot. Celtics will now face the Pacers for the quarterfinal of the tournament on Monday night tip-off at 7.30. Their next regular season game will be Friday night when they host the 76ers at the TD Garden tip-off also at 7.30. The Bruins had a practice today. They're back on the ice tomorrow night when they'll host the Sharks. Puck drop at 7 p.m. Bruins have dropped three straight in four of its last five while allowing 23 goals over that span. Hopefully they can snap that losing streak. The quarterback fiasco continues for the New England Patriots. Bill Belichick told the media today he would not be announcing his starting quarterback for Sunday's game against the Chargers. However, if today's practice is any indication, it looks like it could very well be Bailey Zappi. Zappi took multiple repetitions at the full pads practice today, then was followed by undrafted rookie Malik Cunningham, who's on the practice squad. Mac Jones did not take any throws in the time that reporters were present, nor did practice squad quarterback Will Greer. Both Demario Douglas and Ty Montgomery did not participate during today's practice. There were also a number of players on limited participation. Those players include David Andrews, Jawan Bentley, Chris Board, Kayshawn Booty, Trent Brown, Ezekiel Elliott, Riley Reef, Matthew Slater, Sidney Sow, 
and Dietrich Wise. The New York Jets announced Wednesday that they've opened the 21-day window for Aaron Rodgers to return to practice. Rodgers tore his Achilles on the first drive of the regular season opener on the Jets' fourth offensive play. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Rich Key Show, including Grab Bag, coming up. Remember, you can listen to WEEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEEI. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy WEEI. The extended cut. It's a full four-hour program for you here. Jump in, 617-779-7937. But without further ado... It's time for Grab Bag! It's time for Grab Bag! Oh, that's right. All the stuff we couldn't get to in the first three hours and 20 minutes of the program we get to now, including Aaron Rodgers cleared to practice. This guy suffered, allegedly... A torn Achilles back in week one. 79 days ago. That's insane. So one of two things are uh, in, in play. You have, to, you have to pick one of these things. Either he recovers like uh, Wolverine, like a superhero. Yep. Or he never actually tore his Achilles, which I believe was a Dan Lebitard conspiracy theory uh, a couple of weeks ago. It's one, Which camp are you in? So then, so then, if he didn't rupture his Achilles, what did he do? Partially tear it? Is that what is Levitard? What is Levitard peddling? Oh, that like it's some other injury, like just a, a a calf, or maybe not even an injury at all. But although we saw it pop, but I think he's saying that it's not. Maybe they just didn't want him to play the full season or something. I I disagree with that Why? theory. That makes no sense whatsoever. I think it made more. And it doesn't. But I think it made more sense when they were four and three, and you're like, well, they could still be in it for a little bit, and then they, there he comes. But now they're four and seven. They're falling further and further out of contention. Cam Akers ruptured his Achilles. He's 15 years younger. He came back in five months, and people were blown away. Yep. For Aaron Rodgers now to be cleared to resume football activities and have an outside shot at playing by the end of the season, depending on the competitive record of the Jets, which is not looking so great. So if they nuts, if all right, what do they need to do? I mean, they already have seven losses, but they got Atlanta at home this weekend. It's a very winnable game, uh-huh, except we have Tim Boyle. Yeah, that's true. Suddenly, none of them are as winnable. Nope. Houston, but it's a home game at least. Maybe Houston could be feeling the bright lights a little bit as they're getting closer to the end of the season. Then they're at Miami, home against Washington. Uh-huh. And then the last two would be the ones that you're hoping Aaron Rodgers is playing in at Cleveland, at the Patriots. But they need to probably win three of their next four games. Then even then you're seven and eight. Like I feel like the Aaron Rodgers story. I wonder if he really did tear it or what a uh, rupture or whatever. And then he was out there hopping around having a pass, but he couldn't play in a real game. But then he also because he kind of hedged it a little bit with McAfee. He's like, yeah, it's going to depend on my health, but and also if we're in it. And now that you're out of it, you could be like, hey, if we were in it, I would have been able to play. But we're not, so I'm not. Yeah, also, okay, so he could bounce around a little bit and still... Th- I mean, I can stand... When I've torn a muscle in my leg, I can stand on one foot and throw a pass. 
Hell, I've golfed nine holes and stood on one <laughs> leg and played reasonably well. It's fine. You can do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't a full NFL you can't game. run around and no. evade pass rushers and expect to have the full range of motion like you would with a a healthy, untorn, non repaired Achilles. And I know he had the you know, the tightrope ankle surgery equivalent of Achilles surgeries, I think by Dr. Neil Elitrash, the guy that did Brady's ACL and such. Great. The guy's probably a miracle worker. There's no way possible this guy can run and move like you should to play quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, I don't love the chances. And here comes the grab bag. Grab, grab bag, 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 grab, grab bag. All right. uh, Speaking of quarterback news, Joe Flacco could be the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns this weekend. Rookie Dorian Thompson-Robinson is uh, in the concussion protocol. You know how that can go. Yeah. And so the Cleveland Browns at seven and four, so still very much in the thick of things. Over PJ Walker. Are yeah. They're on the road against the Rams. And it could be Joe Flacco, who was not in football just a week ago. Old Heave Ho Joe. Joe yep. Flacco down in Jersey. Yep. Now wouldn't the Jets, once again, speaking of quarterbacks the Jets would probably kill to have. Wouldn't they love to have Joe Flacco on the roster? Right oh now? my God, I don't think so. I can't expect much out of this. This is bad. Like that's why it's frustrating. I mean, the Patriots are what they are. They're so far out of it. But when you look at the way, or like the way the AFC has played out this year, like what we mm-hmm. expected versus what has happened. So the Jets, I thought they're going to be a playoff team. They lose Aaron Rodgers. The yep. Chargers, I thought might figure it out and be a playoff team again this year. They're an absolute mess. The Bengals, we all thought would be a playoff team. Joe Burrow's out. The Bills, we all thought would be a playoff team. They're 500. They look like they can't get out of their own way. They have to fire their offensive coordinator, although things have gotten better since they fired their OC. So all those things, Deshaun Watson's out as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's a chance for a team. Like, right now, both the Colts, actually, not both, the Colts, Browns, and Steelers are all currently playoff teams in the AFC. thunderously meh. <laughs> oh, big time. Big time meh. Yeah, I, I, I just would like to point out, Rich, the, the, the quality of gameplay in the NFL is so bad this year. How bad is it? Uh, Joe Flacco will, hey, time to guess them stats. Yeah, oh, hell yeah. All right, ready? Guess um, them stats, our favorite. Joe, uh, Joe Flacco will be what number starting quarterback on the 2023 NFL season? 53? 51st. 51st. I knew it was up there. It was a that, big number. That's that a lot of QBs. Yeah. Bananas. Yep. B A N A N E R S. Bananas. And we still have six weeks left of the NFL wow. season. So I there's going to be more. At least 55. Yeah, it's going to oh, get yeah. to at least 55. No doubt. What the hell are you? I'm Grab Bag. College football playoff rankings are uh, out. A top four, a little bit of a change is uh, Florida ooh, State ooh, has jumped. Ooh, is this fresh? Is this yeah. fresh? I think it might have been late last night. But either way, it's fresh on this oh, show. Okay. All right. Georgia remains number one. Yep. Michigan jumps up to two. As they should. As after they beat Ohio State. Great game Saturday. Great game. Lived up to the hype. Washington or Washington jumped up to three. Uh, they're looking vulnerable. They are looking very vulnerable. Friday night, don't mm-hmm. forget. Hey, Friday night, a very good night of sports. You've sure got is. love uh, sports. Yeah, we love sports on, especially sports on TV. You've got the uh, 
I think it's the Pac-12 championship, the rematch of Oregon-Washington, which, which was wait. a great game. It was the best game of the college football season that I saw this year. Probably yep. was the best. Oregon-Washington from Vegas. They're playing where the Raiders play. Oh, eight stop o'clock it. Friday night. Yeah, 8 o'clock Let's Friday night. Let's hop a flight at noon. We could be there. Let's do it. Let's do it. Bo Nix, my guy. That's my guy. I know two could... potential first-round draft pick quarterbacks right. the and... Patriots could be interested in. Pats fans, if you watch one game this weekend, it doesn't necessarily need to be Bailey Zappi <laughs> versus the Chargers. Don't you think he... those two will be Heisman finalists with uh, Jaden Dan- Daniels, probably? Yes, and Marvin Harrison Jr., absolutely. And Harrison Jr. Yeah, that could be your, that could be your, your core four. Uh, let's see. Florida State, who doesn't have Jordan Travis, they're like record-breaking quarterback. They're done. They did win. It was ugly against Florida, who stinks. Florida has, yep. I think, the 130th ranked defense in college football. And there's only and, 129 right. teams. That's not bad. And so they needed, like, a comeback to win that one. But so Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Florida State are currently the top four. They're all 12-0. and Oregon is 11-1. and And like we just said, if they win the Pac-12 title, you know that they're it's a win in your end game. They bump in that case. They would bump Washington because Michigan is super heavily favored. Yep. over Iowa. Iowa. Did you see? Did you see the? Uh, did you see the betting spreads? Iowa, the uh, point total scored for the Iowa offense in the first half and the second half is point five points. Point five. They're expecting. They're expecting Harbaugh in his return to coach such an angry Michigan team that they will shut out Iowa. Did you see what the over under was in the Iowa? I think Nebraska game last week. What was it? Twenty five. Did it go under? Yep. <laughs> it was 13-10. <laughs> if you take the under in a game, the 25 in a college football game. Teams score like 100 points in college. Iowa doesn't score. They don't score anything, but they yeah, got a no. good defense. They got good special yeah. teams. And so the Big Ten title game is uh, number two Michigan, number 16 Iowa that on Saturday. Saturday from Indianapolis. 8 o'clock in Indy. Michigan is 21 and a half point. Favorites. Florida State takes on Louisville. They're only two and a half point favorites. They play at the same time as Michigan. I see. I think if Louis, we kind of need Louisville to pull the upset just because, to get Florida State out of there because you feel terribly that they lose their highs, like they're all their all world quarterback. Yeah. But he's out. They're not going to be a fun watch. I don't want them clogging up a playoff spot because they'll get their doors blown off if they do. Yeah. Um, I would love for Alabama to beat Georgia in the SEC championship. Oh, that's just so much chaos. Because I, I just want the chaos theory. Yeah, 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 I yeah. want a, I'm with for, you there. the maximum chaos theory invoked, and I want it to be, I want Oregon to beat Washington. I want Alabama to beat Georgia. I want Michigan to beat Iowa. And then it, just absolute madness. It is That would be chaos. So the other team that might still kind of be in it, depending on how madness it gets, is Texas. They're the number seven team right now. And they have another game, Oklahoma State. That's Saturday at noon. That's got to be an over-under of 61.5. 54.5. Pretty close. I'd take the over. Or, uh, Washington, Oregon is 65.5. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they scored 65 last time. That might have been. So, I, Oregon, like, is there a scenario you think where Michigan and Ohio State get in? Because Ohio State no. doesn't play. They're sixth, but they're 11-1. and one. And if Florida State gets bounced out, they could move up to fifth. But then again, if Washington loses to Oregon, could Washington slip below Ohio State? Uh, because of the power ranking of Michigan. If Georgia wins, Michigan wins. Yeah, yeah. Then you have, if Oregon upsets Washington, they're almost an automatic. Oregon's game. in. Louis, uh, 
So then uh, if Texas falls and Alabama falls because they both lose, yeah, it's kind of Washington falls out, there's a slight chance Ohio State could get in as the four seed again, and then they would have a semifinal on I know. New Year's Day like they did last year against Georgia, and we all thought that they were going to get waxed, and instead it went down to the wire, Yeah, and they went to kick the game-winning field goal literally as the, as the ball dropped and it struck midnight and the kid missed. I just I've been so fascinated by the football college football season this year, and it's coming it's right down so to the good. end. All right, last question on this as people are probably going nuts. Does is Georgia Excuse guaranteed me. a spot if Georgia loses to Bama because they've been number one with a bullet in their twelve and one? That's the best that Oregon can do. That's the best that Texas can do, and that's what Alabama would be. Mm-hmm. Can Georgia go from one to five? Yes. Okay. I think not it's exactly I mean, a dog. Not exactly. I mean, I know they've won twenty eight or twenty nine in a row, but I don't think they had the hardest schedule in the world. I agree, and I think if if Michigan and uh, the Pac twelve winner, and then like the wild card there is, if Florida State goes undefeated, they probably unfortunately will stay in based on how these rankings. You can't are. the 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 selection committee won't Maybe knock them won't. out as much as we would want them to, right. just because they lost their QB. Bolsa de mano, Spanish for grab bag. Speaking of college football, Duke quarterback Riley Leonard, who, if he was entering the draft, would be probably a top 10 quarterback in the draft, give or take. Not top 10 pick. I mean, top 10 quarterback. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he has entered the transfer portal. So it looks like he's going to go somewhere else next year. But that'll be a guy to keep an eye on because, you know, Bo Nix was good at Auburn. He was definitely good at Auburn. Then he went to Oregon and kind of became next level. Jalen Hurts was good at Alabama, then was next level at Oklahoma. So we've seen guys change teams. Riley Leonard for next year, I feel like, is going to be a guy that we're talking about. And who's the kid for Washington State, I want to say, who's entering the portal uh, and is considered – there was another kid I was is reading Is Washington about State's today. quarterback the Clemson quarterback? There's or am I thinking of somebody kid, else? Oh, no, that's Oregon kid, State. Never mind. Yeah, okay. There was another kid I saw that's entering the portal that people say – could absolutely be like a first overall pick in the 2025 draft, and now right. his services soon could be up for bidding. Right. Like college football is wild in the way that they can just portal bounce. Just now. jump all over the place. Grab bag. Jamal Murray back tonight for the Nuggets. The uh, team went 6-5 and five without him. They were 6-1 and one with him. So I would say difference maker. Grab bag. Are right, you going to tell me about this European League of Football? What is this? I just saw this today. Like, it just popped. I had never even heard of it, Rich. Now, we all know NFL Europe was a massive money loss. was a huge loser <laughs> for the NFL years ago. Oh, but, like, we played for the Barcelona Dragons in the rain fire. I do yeah. believe Kurt Warner, NFL MVP and Super Bowl champion, played for a spell over there. Kurt a couple, Warner definitely played NFL Europe. Yep. A couple NFL legends played over there. But I don't know if this is necessarily an NFL-sanctioned league or not. Uh, but there are 17 teams, okay? Which 17, been, makes sense, se- have an odd number. Yep. I, I, exactly. Uh, <laughs> and all of people, it's called the European League of Football. It's American football played in Europe. It kicks off in 2024. There are three conferences, and they include such teams as the Cologne Centurions, the Frankfurt Galaxy, oh. the Hamburg Sea Devils, Ooh, Madrid sea Bravos. Devils. Paris has a team, the Musketeers, right. and of course, everyone's the team that everyone was going wild about on social media. The Milano—that would be Milan—the Milano Seamen. What? S e a m e n. The Seamen. 
toe on the line, boys. When does their gear if you come out? are a person who serves out at sea, I got it. When the does, ocean? What is their mascot? It's a big. <laughs> it's a. <laughs> it's a giant S with an anchor. What? What, is, what do they have on, at midfield? And I would. I'm. They, all the logos look yeah. AI designed. Like Stuttgart is the oh, surge. Yeah. It's just a sideways piece of lousy clip art lightning. I mean the yeah. Well the. That's the, interesting. Uh, That's something, all right. The, the Rocklaw Panthers is just a ripoff of the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, the, no, I don't like Vienna that. The Vikings is just the Minnesota Vikings logo. Yeah, that's got to be. They're probably going to get a, a cease and desist on that. Well, I don't know, but I don't know. That's the thing. Like, are they tied in with the NFL? I, if, I, I mean, can't if they figure, are, then... no one knows. I, it <laughs> might be, or maybe yeah. it's been around for. a while. I don't know. Grab bag. All right, I have not seen this yet, but I'm interested in it. Apple TV, Monarch, Legacy of Monsters. Oh. What can you tell me about this program? God, it's so freaking good. So basically, this Monarch company is behind. They're the company that sort of helped uh, get the entire pro- monster project started, if you will. Um, and and this the ties show, in real quick. This ties in with like Kong Skull Island and the yep. Godzilla movies. Uh-huh. And okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't even, but it doesn't have anything to do with that new Godzilla movie that's getting rave reviews that's coming out this week. That was oh, J- Japanese no. produced called Godzilla minus one. That what? looks that looks sick. amazing. But it yeah, does. that's a separate universe. Hundred. That's a hundred percent on Roddy T's right now. Um, anyway, so this is basically the prequel to where Kong and Godzilla and Mothra and Gojira and all of them came from. Kurt Russell's in it. His son, Wyatt Earp, who looks so much like him, it's stunning, plays him 45 years ago in the past. You're bouncing around from the 50s to the 70s to modern day. You're in Japan. You're in the United States. Like, the chronology, the effects, it's a super high-budget show. Dude, if anything has ever had Rich Keefe and then a subsequent Dork Podcast review written all, all right. over it, like three it. eps in, but you need Apple TV Plus back. I did cancel my Apple TV Plus because they jacked the price on it and I wasn't watching enough stuff. Wait, what's it now? It's not six bucks? It's like ten, I think. Oh my god, these criminals. It's insane. I wasn't Stanley, watching. You gotta start so- checking your listen, I know you're Funko Pop Rich, but you gotta start checking them bills, man. I, you're seriously. Read your statements. Because it went at one point it was like four ninety nine or like it was like yep. three ninety nine and I was like, All right, well, I mean it's a it's a large coffee. I might as well have Apple Plus and I was watching a few good shows on it. And mm-hmm. all their stuff is super high quality. Like they have it looks really good. There's yep. all the 4K cameras or whatever they're doing, and then it sounds really good on Apple Plus. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, I'm not watching enough. And then they jacked the price up twice. But now, why did they jump up? Like their stock's doing really well. People are still buying AirPods and know. iPhones and laptops. They jack it up to ten bucks. You know what? It is? I blame that lousy, stupid morning show. Oh yeah, they like that, and I'm sure that everybody in it is making a, a ton of money too. Oh, the ha- the Ham and Aniston and everyone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, are you watching Fargo? As an aside, Did never got into Fargo? the Fargo show. No, I didn't. So here's the thing about the Fargo show. It's like an anthology. So there is like some kind of like loose tie-ins, but mm-hmm. you could pick up season five and you don't need any of the other seasons. But John Hamm is in this and two episodes in, I think the third one might've been on last night. I got it in the DVR. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, it's really season one and two were amazing. Mm-hmm. Three's fine. Four skip. Don't watch four, but uh, this one's so far so good. Rest. In grab bag. All right, the USA Today put out the top slang words. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bet I bet Stanley knows these words. They're probably like old for him. Uh, 
uh, th- like he's been using forever. Okay, uh, what do you got? There's bet, which of course we've uh, heard yeah. associated a lot with Michigan. I don't, I don't say that, but yes, I've I've heard it, and people say it all the uh, time. There's also uh, yeet. I've heard that. These are all words that Shime says. Yeet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, how does yeet come about? Like <laughs> it's when one you to... throw something. No, I know that. My yeah. kids say it all the time too. No, but I... where the hell? Picture in Thomas running around throwing stuff and yelling yeet. Just no, it's my Sawyer, neck. the six-year-old who just chucks crap all over the house and yells yeet <laughs> when he does it. And next thing I know, there's like a a freaking toy flying off the wall. Well, I would bet or... Cap is on there. Cap's got to be. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cap, I think, is a little old. You know, but the number one I think was Sus. I, I feel no. like Sus has made the rounds. Yeah. Sus is old. I remember playing uh, Among Us, the game Among Us. Yeah, you play yeah. that, yep. Yep. and every, everything was sus. That guy's sus. Oh, he's so sus. Oh, no, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's sus. Like, I feel like that one. There's it, like no creativity in that one. Too. No. It's just suspect. Sus. Right, it's just short for sus. Right. I, I don't know. Yeah, but that works. It's it sounds fun. Yeah, we love abbreviations. The hell, like again, like bet, like bet already has a, its it, right. its uses as a verb and a noun. Yeah. I don't get it. Like same with cap. Where the hell did what, when did when did that happen, Stiz? I think it came from like cape. So when you when you cape for someone, like you put on your cape and you're like a hero for that person, hmm. and then somehow it got shortened to cap, meaning like I'm not I'm not lying, like no cap. But I, right. I don't know. And that's easy. You always see people use the emoji where they'll just put out like the red hat. The hat. The hat. The hat. Yeah. yeah. What's your favorite? Grab bag. Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? As promised, we take calls during grab bag occasionally. We got Mark in Connecticut. Mark, what do you have? Fitzy, hi. What's going on, guys? Not much. It's Keith, but that's cool. All good. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No problem. Um, Fitzy wanted to ask you, uh, Yeah. you know, if we have the second or third pick, are we going mm-hmm. Marvin Harrison or are we going Drake? Uh, what's his uh, what's his May. name? Um, Drake May. Drake yeah. May. Or, yeah. uh, I actually like uh, Daniels out of LSU. I actually like that kid. I actually think that he's going to be better than uh, Drake May. But and then uh, also, are you going to be at the game this weekend? What the hell? Uh, I most certainly will. I mark. I'm at each and every home game. Uh, it's it's an honor and a pleasure. There's Nothing like trying to rile the masses up. The, you want to meet, meet up? Want yeah, yep. to split a sausage? You may want to have security, Fitzy. <laughs> you want to you want to meet meet uh, meet meet you at the middle of a nice Dom sausage sub? <laughs> Sounds like a good time. <laughs> All right, I'll like do Jayden it. Daniels as much, but uh, no, I I I'm I, taking Marvin Harrison. I know he didn't ask me, but I like Marvin Harrison. I would take I Marvin. I think Harrison. he did. He called you heart, so. Kids love grab bag. They sure do. They yeah, sure they do. do. All right. We will uh ra- that'll do it for grab bag. We will wrap up the show coming up next here on WEI. If you missed any of our Patriots Monday and Friday interviews, go back and listen on the podcast anytime. Just subscribe to the Rich Keefe Show on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEI. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy, W-E-E-I, and uh, the bet du jour results are in. Fitzy in the Orlando Magic cruising more than covered the 10 points against the Wizards. The, I think we're at the point now where the, the Magic are good. 
Yeah, I know the are. I know the Wizards aren't, but that's eight straight wins now for the Orlando Magic. And uh, man, don't don't sleep on the Magic. Nope, we be they, top four. Uh, they were the front runner in their court. They were their front runner in their bracket division yeah. quadrant, whatever you want to call it for the for the tourney and the in season yeah. tourney. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, they get bumped. Bancaro only had six points tonight. He didn't even do much, and they didn't even need it. They, they still uh, put up a one thirty nine spot. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Uh, meanwhile, shows you shows you my, me and LeBron James. We don't get along. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lakers are playing yeah. the Pistons. Uh, the number for points was twenty four and a half, and I said I'm going to take the under. You son of a gun! I'm going to take the under. So twenty four and a half was the number. I took the under. How many points do you think he scored? Twenty five. Correct. Yes. How many threes? Two. Oh, <laughs> so you so both you, lost. So we both lost. There was a chance we should have both won. Wow. But no, we both both lost our uh, our bet to yours tonight. Thanks a lot, LeBron, doing that just to spite us. Those are the only two finals today. There's some other games going on as well. But uh, you know who uh, uh, you know who didn't get a chance to catch the end of Magic Wizards? Who's that? Henry Kissinger. That's nope. right. I just saw that. Yeah. Yep. Dead. Won't be making it down for breakfast. Nope. He's uh he did not RSVP to uh hundred years old, huh? Century mark. Wow. Divisive figure. Yeah, and hate him or love him, but what a what a figure. Actually, I learned it from a uh Twitter feed that just popped into my stream yeah. uh called Is Henry Kessinger Dead Yet? And the tweet was yes. Yeah. Yep. Today. That's it. So there's that. We have that here at the end. Kind of bringing the mood down a little bit. <laughs> Don't normally like to end with a death. <laughs> well, but here we are. Sometimes from death comes life. Mac Jones's job with the yep. New England Patriots also uh, died today, by all accounts, as yep, uh, he uh, was watching practice or and or running scout team. Depending on what you read, he was either running the scout team as now a practice squad quarterback. I know he's not on the practice squad, but that's the, the role. Or he was just watching Bailey Zappi and Malik Cunningham. And then you have guys like Gasicki and Juju Smith-Schuster who couldn't have underperformed more for the this season, their first year with the team, talking up the quarterbacks and hyping up the quarterbacks. Like, what's even the point of that? Have you officially weighed in on whether or not you believe Bill Belichick or Robert Kraft was the one who pulled the trigger on the Mac Jones selection in 2021? So we kicked it around a little bit yesterday with Hart, and mm-hmm. I, I, I think... It was heavily influenced by Kraft, but it was still a Belichick decision. See, that's where I am, too. It's not the sexy answer, but I feel like no. it's the right answer. Right. Like, I think they both very much had their hands in it. I think Kraft was probably very uh, uh, angry with how 2020 went. Be like, are you convinced? You convinced me to move on from Brady. And then you clearly didn't have a quarterback plan. You didn't draft one. Then we had the Cam Newton year. So I really, really think, Bill, it's very important you draft a quarterback. And Bill's like, eh. And Bill probably wanted, like, you know, a defensive player or a guard. And then sure. they were middle of the draft, still on the board. Mac Jones was still there. And he's like, all right, I guess we have to do this. He probably called Saban. Saban's like, yeah, he's good. And he's like, all right, we'll take him. Well, they, don't forget, he and Patricia, when Patricia was traveling around in sort of the the role I thought that he was going to occupy for the Patriots, the Ernie Adams-esque role, like the advisor. Remember, they were travel buddies. Yeah, yeah. That Patricia and Belichick went to Alabama and Mac put on a little throwing exhibition, ran some sort of old famous Navy throw 
uh, <laughs> or like some Navy play just yeah, to yeah. like uh, uh, for honor to Bill Belichick. You got whatever. drafted that second. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, uh, yeah, I think they both did. I, I, I'm not letting Belichick off the hook, but I also think that maybe the reason why he kept playing had more to do with Kraft than with Belichick. You know, you hear Bill O'Brien talking about how Robert Kraft very much involved in the quarterback decision. Yeah, that was that was that was a no bueno nope, line that no, old no, no. that old Bob slipped out. So the Patriots soap opera will continue for the next uh, well, couple of months anyway. But that'll do it for us. Good stuff as always, Fitzy. We'll talk to you on Monday, my man. Flew by. Great right. show. See you then. Enjoy the rest of your week, Rich. All right. Good stuff, Stiz. Good stuff as always. We'll be back tomorrow with Andy Hart. So uh, enjoy the rest of your Wednesday night, and we'll talk to you tomorrow night at six.